Welcome to the Middle Cross Podcast, where our mission is to apply all of the gospel to all of life. This is your host, J.P. Barden, pastor of New Vision Baptist Church in Brownsville, Tennessee. We're happy you're here, and we want to thank the Haywood Baptist Association for sponsoring us. You can find us on Spotify at the Middle Cross Podcast, or listen to our Word of the Week on the Haywood Baptist Hour. Tune in to 95.3 at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings. We hope you enjoy. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Brother JP. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Can't I'm, complain. I'm to hear it. The day, the Lord has given us another day to live, and we're sitting here with another good couple cups of coffee. And uh, if you're not sure what you're listening to, this is uh, the Haywood Baptist Hour this morning. Um, and if you want to check us out somewhere else, you can go to Spotify and listen to uh, the Middle Cross Podcast. But either way... It's good that you're here with us this morning, um, listening. Mark and I are just kind of, man, we're just kind of here, aren't we? We are here, man. It has been a, it's been a challenging uh, week so far, I think, for both of us. But, um, man, the Lord's good. The Lord's gracious. Um, and He's faithful and He's just. And I can't really ask for more than that, man, for sure. No, not at all. So today, today we don't, last time we talked, we had like, we had this really cool, and it was Mark's idea. I'll give you credit. We had this really cool thing uh, talking about Halloween. Um, today, we don't have as cool of a thing, but it is still really important and really encouraging. Which something I meant to, meant to mention um, uh, last episode. If you find any of these topics helpful, or if you would like to argue the points or anything like that, regardless of what you're coming into contact with us for, We'd love to hear from you. Either way, if you have a question that you want us to answer, uh, uh, anything like that, we would uh, would like to hear from you. Yeah, and yeah. you can reach you can reach us. Um, oh, that was my phone. You can reach us at my email. I put my email out there. That last time, I'll put it out there again. I think you put your email out every I do. single episode. I haven't gotten an email yet. You haven't? No. <laughs> I'm shocked, dude. We have like tens and tens of listeners, man. <laughs> or, or like fives and threes. <laughs> I'm okay with it, man. Hey, as long as we get at least one, I'll keep putting yeah. it Yeah. I'm all right with that. So, <laughs> all lowercase, jpb5th at gmail.com. I'll say it again, jpb5th at gmail.com. Because you're a fifth. Yeah, because I'm the fifth. Yeah, man. Makes me super special. Yeah, man. So, we got kind of like a long day coming up, man. Tell me about what we're doing today. Yeah, we do. So, it's, uh, of course, we're pre-recording this on a Friday. It'll air later. Yeah, um, it's around eleven o'clock right now. But later on today, you got to get ready for a bunch of youth stuff. We're having a youth event this evening is, well, I guess not directly at Zion, but it's hosted by Zion. Hosted by Zion. Yeah, we're having a a few churches come out, and uh, we're having man one of the most sought after speakers tonight. Uh, uh, I know bring where you're the going. word. Yeah, I'm gonna come uh, bring the words. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, we're having J.P. Barden himself Very funny. Uh, come out and give us a word this evening that the, I'm sure the uh, the youth are set up to hear. Man, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I pray uh, I'm, so. I'm, I'm happy we can team up on that for sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. 
Absolutely. And what we have for those of you that listen today is uh, we're going to give you a little little tidbit of, of that text we're going to look at, or I'm going to look at this evening. Mark and I are just going to kind of talk about it. Yeah. And also think about um, how it applies to us, or maybe how we've lived, how we've experienced the providence and the all-knowing a wonder-working power of God um, in our own lives. omniscience and omnipresence. The omniscience and omnipresence. So we're going to be looking at Psalm 139, right? That Just the first, let's see, the first, uh, the first six verses. I love this passage, man. Yeah. I've been sitting on it for, for a while. You want me to read it, and maybe you can start taking it apart a little bit, man? Sure. All right. Um, let's read. This is what the word of the Lord says. O Lord, thou hast searched me and know me. Thou dost know me when I sit down and when I rise up. Thou dost understand my thought from afar. Thou dost scrutinize my own path, my lying down, and art immediately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there is a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, thou dost know all. Thou hast enclosed me behind and before. And laid thy hand upon me. Man. That's Amen. Good stuff. Oh, wait, yeah. In verse six, verse six. Oh, verse, I thought you said through five. My, my bad. I'm such knowledge is too wonderful for me and is too high that I cannot attain it. I apologize, JP. I oh, no, no. That. You're good. Honestly, I'm, I'm glad I didn't leave that verse off, man. That's good for sure. Yeah. It, because what, the, what he does here, he goes on about who God is and what he does. And then in verse six, he's like, He's like, basically, dude, this stuff's too amazing for me. I can't even understand it. Yeah, I think, you know, we we spend a lot, a lot of time, like, studying. Well, I mean, thinking about God, right? But, I mean, you can tell in these, in these verses, David is just sitting back and just, like, literally in awe of who who he is. And I know we, we hear that all the time, but you think about these words. I mean, these, these are... These are some heavy hitters. Yeah, you know, it's and, it's um, it's more than just your little. Oh, the I, I didn't want this to sound. That was going <laughs> to sound kind of rude, Mark. Can you believe that I can be that? Can, can be rude. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> no, it's okay, man. I'm always rude. To no, you, no. So. What what I was going to say is this is more than even like your Jesus calling devotional. Maybe you have in the morning, right? That's what I was going to say. Now they're cool. They're great. Right, I'm not. I'm not knocking them, um, but I do. Oh, okay. Well, I, I knock. <laughs> I knock. Jesus is calling, but it's okay. <laughs> neither here, neither there. Um, hey, future podcast topic somewhere. I digress. So, but what the song? What he's doing here is it's more than sentimental. It's 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 like it's more than just authentic. That word's overused today it's uh it's like this deep-seated enjoyment and resting in god yeah just sitting there like you were talking about going wow which i don't you were just talking about um before we start recording wonder if we're too busy sometimes i think we are like in order to process like the psalmist processes here, I think sometimes we got to slow down. Yeah. Um, with our youth, um, 
it was at the beginning of August, we started our Psalms and Proverbs challenge, which I can't take credit for. I heard it from Lawson Harlow on the Products of Grace podcast, which I highly recommend. Um, but it's reading five Psalms and five, pro- uh, excuse me, one proverb and five Psalms a day, every day for a month. And that'll get you through Psalms and Proverbs. And we did, and only one student completed the whole thing. A lot of students got close and really to their credit, um, they did a really good job. But yeah, one, one student finished it and she did a fantastic job. But then again, I start, I go back and think about it. I'm like, man, that's really blowing through all of these Psalms. And it's great to, to learn the word of God, but I think arguably it might be better just to pick out one and read just one every day for a month, you know, because it's like just reading it, man, you don't really get time to really sit and process it, right? Because you think, man, David is, he's acknowledging something here that not a lot of Christians acknowledge. The fact that the Lord is all around us all the time, no yeah. matter what. He says, thou dost know me when I sit down and when I rise up, thou dost understand my thought from afar, right? So near, far, wherever you are, right? <laughs> you just made a rhyme. <laughs> um, so this is what David is understanding about the Lord is that he's around no matter what, all the time. And even David, you think about David's life and what an interesting life that was. Yeah. David's realizing this about himself, that regardless of where I am, the Lord is, right? Yeah. And I, I don't have to ask the Lord to come into my presence. He's already there. Right, and I, don't know, I think this is a this is an interesting uh, psalm to look at for sure. Yeah, and I think to your point, what you're saying, the first four verses describe God's knowledge as exhaustive. Right? How much do you know, Mark? <laughs> Man, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> well, I was trying to. Okay. Well, okay. We're both in seminary, right? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for books and reading and book reports. You ha- you uh, you feel swamped? Uh, y- it's yes. It's like swamped by all this stuff you have to learn and all the knowledge. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's, it amazes me. Well, it's amazing how much we can take in. But it's also amazing if as much as we can take in, how much more there always is to, to know. Right? Yeah. But Absolutely. God's knowledge... It's not like that. He uh, he literally knows all, all the time about everything. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that God doesn't know. No, and oh, but there's a lot of things that we think we ha- we we may know better than Him, or we may hide from Him, or He doesn't know yet, but we but He will know that kind of stuff, and this. It, David testifies, you know, it's not true. Like, he actually does, because he says, and it also, let's see, he says in verse 2, you know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. So, you search out my path and my lying down, and you're acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. That's amazing to me. I don't, I mean... Before we even say the word. Bef- yeah, before we even know what we're going to say, the Lord already knows. Which, 
That it, can either be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. I don't know about you, JP, but it's <laughs> usually a bad thing for me. <laughs> well, I think that's why the psalmist here at the end of this section goes, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's how I cannot attain it. Because he's like overwhelmed by how amazing it is. But he's also like, oh, but he knows all that stuff too. Because we would, I preached this passage before. And it's, I think something I mentioned um, is that it's we think it's really cool. It is really cool that God knows all, but we don't like it if He knows every part of our heart. He want we all really only wanted to know the good parts. Those dark corners were like, ah, let's keep them dark. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about every single thought that you know passes across the the quarters of your mind, like. Goodness gracious, that is a absolute metric ton of information, you know? Yeah. And stuff that, like, we've thought about, but, like, then immediately forget. Man, God, he knows that. Yeah. He knows those things. You, um, oh, sorry, I got away from my mic a little bit. You know, um, <laughs> Adam and Eve, right, in the, at the, in the garden, the, uh, after they had sinned and disobeyed God, they tried to hide from him because hmm. their knowledge decreased, but his knowledge never changed, right? Yeah. So they're like, oh, he must not know where we are. We have to hide. Mm-hmm. Really? But that's what sin does. Sin clouds our judgment and understanding of who God is, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I guess this also kind of begs the question about um, our salvation. Now, spoiler alert, uh, me and JP are kind of on the reform side of things. But we, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know it's it's all good. We're all uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. But the fact of God's foreknowledge, you know, we we talk about yeah. Oftentimes, it's but the number one argument is that God has foreknowledge and he he already knows. Well, he knows what you're going to say, and that's why he chooses you. And that, and I don't think that to be the case. I think that the Lord just knows. He doesn't he doesn't have to go searching into the future for what he already knows because why? He ordained it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely, amen to that. Yeah, It's not a, because I think the question is, okay, if he, if he foreknows, and see that, even that, that's a whole other episode, isn't it, man? Oh, man, we got to cover that. (laughs) It's not that he foreknows like we think, we, like we know, right? It's not that he foreunderstands. Is that he foreknows, like Psalm one thirty nine one. You have searched me and known me. He doesn't just understand who David is. He knows every intricate, deep seated part. It's a it's a relational knowledge, and so that foreknowledge. It's not a well. I know what JP's going to do. It's no like I've always known him. Yes. Relationally. Yeah. And because of that, it's going to manifest itself as him accepting me, accepting my son as Savior. Amen. In the day yeah. that I've ordained it to be. Yeah. Um, Clark says about um, this sitting and this, the sitting down and rising up that David says here. He says, even these inconsiderable and casual things are under the continu- are under thy continual notice. I cannot so much as take a seat or leave it without being marked by thee, which I think is man. That's I mean, it's like even 
Man. That's stout. Our thoughts, right, are he's he searched us, right? So that's that's the first thing he has searched us, he knows us. And then even the little miscellaneous things. Man, when I took my chair this morning to sit and talk to you, even that was under the continual watch of the Lord. Yeah. Right? There's a quote. I'm going to share this tonight. I'm not going to. I can't give. Dude, I can't wait. I can't give all of it to you yet. But there's a quote from from Doug Wilson. He says, "If it's big enough to be a trouble to you, then it's not too small to bring to him." Mm. Man, come on with me. I mean, that's and that has to do with the fact that his knowledge is also protective. Because if you so, well, I think something inherent in human nature because of sin is we fear exhaustive knowledge because we fear what the other person will do with it. Right? Yeah. If they know more than I know, what are they going to do with what it is that they know? Yeah. Are they going to benefit me or hurt me? When it comes to God, He knows not just more than we know, but altogether in a different way. And so the question is, is He going to be safe or dangerous? And I think... Psalm or the verse five here testifies to that he's going he hymns us in behind and before. So he like comes around us, gathers us in and protects us on either side, all sides, and then he lays his hand upon us. So his his exhausted knowledge is not something to be feared, it's actually something that's protective. Um even in the little things. Even in the little things. Even in like right you're not feeling so hot today, not feeling so so well. God knows that. Yeah. I think we forget how much, how amazing it is that God knows how we are all the time in the moment. He just knows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that those, those like, thoughts that we have, they aren't passing to Him, right? They're, they're of utmost importance. And that is the way it is for everyone. Wow. What a... Crazy, yeah. crazy thought, but um, and you know there's a reason why it says in Isaiah fifty five eight, I believe that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our. <laughs> it's because we don't have the capacity to even understand that, right? Because that this to me makes absolutely no sense. No, it doesn't. Just like David. Just like yeah. And obviously David is just, he's he's sitting back in awe, right? Thinking these things and it, it makes absolutely no inconceivable sense to our human minds. However, Christ can still give us peace, right? Yeah, we don't ha- yeah, exactly. So we don't need to understand it. He 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 makes it altogether very clear that we do not need to understand it. Why? Because he is understanding. Yeah, Man. he knows. He knows what we don't have to know, and I think that's. There's just so it's like this is one of those things. It's a it's a it's a doctrine of God, right? Which is a, which is a, uh, an an area of theology. It's a, it's an area of study of, of doctrines. Um, who is who is God? Who who we say God is makes a difference in how what we believe about ourselves, what we yeah. believe about how we function with other people and all this other stuff. So if we believe God is all-knowing, um, I just I don't know how you can't believe that God is also sovereign 
in all other things too. I, I don't know. That's a podcast for another day, but yeah. Well, it's like, it's not, it's not only in salvation either, right? No, it's, it's, it's in it's all not. areas. And it's not that it's like, well, did he ordain for this bad? It's like, it doesn't exactly work that way. That's the kind of the point of what I think the Bible gets at in like Romans one, there's a creator creature difference. We try to process everything God does through our finite existence in our eyes. We simply cannot. It is too wonderful. Cannot it's too much. So for us to go, well, I just don't understand how God. We you can't always exactly. That's You're a very true to. statement. <laughs> you can't understand. Praise the Lord. Yeah. You, this. He say, well, Mark J P. This is Old Testament. This is this is some these are just helpful little anecdotes to get me through my day. It's not just that. There's also assurance for our salvation in this. Yeah. Because God yeah. already knows. This is the same God that is here inspiring David's words and Psalms. That and it's the same one that was hanging on the cross in John 19. Like it's the same. This is the same God. And through this, God already knows what we've done. Right. He He already knows all these things. So why wouldn't we confess our sins? Why wouldn't we make him king of our lives? Yeah. Well, he already is, right? But why, but why can't we get that through our thick skulls is my thing. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of times we need to preach to ourselves again in our man. Bible reading, like what we're talking about here. Can't think of a better place to start than the Psalms, man, for sure. No, I love, I've made this in my practice for some time. <clears throat> oh, I, uh, I read through obviously my sermon text through the week, and I, I I don't just take that as something to read and from and teach from. I take that as something to devotionally soak in too, right? So I want to yeah. benefit from it too. But I also will read through the Psalms one by one um, on a regular basis, and uh, it's it would amazing. Do how, every Christian a lot of good to do that for sure. Yeah, and it's neat how much. Uh, doctrine of who God is is in the Psalms in the Psalter because a lot of what you find um, a lot of times is that David or the, whoever the psalmist is has a problem whether it's circumstances or a heart problem or both and it what ends up consoling the psalmist most often or where he ends up going is back to who God is and how he do is 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 uh is revealing himself in that particular situation. Yeah. It just like kind of in Job, God didn't go well because you did this. I'm going to make sure I do it. Uh, make sure you really have a happy life. He just reminded. Um, he just reminded. Um, Job of who he is. Right, and then he went from there, and then Job worshipped. Yeah, and that's so. So that's what the Psalter is a is a book of song, songs, and then that's what Psalm one thirty nine is. Too. Yeah. So, Amen. But uh, the I'll go ahead and give you all that are listening the three points from my sermon tonight. I'll give you then two Mark, even though you're probably hearing. I'm looking you forward to it, man. Plug your ears give up. Give me the double dose, man. It's all good. But God's knowledge is exhaustive. We find that in verses one through four. God's knowledge is protective. We find that in verse five. And then God's knowledge is undivided. We find that in verse 6. Um, and one of the amazing things in him, 
in his knowledge being undivided. So his protective knowledge blows my, blows my mind. But think about this. So God's never distracted, unlike us. We always have all of God's attention. Everyone always, or I guess more specifically every Christian, always has all of his attention. Mm-hmm. I think about how hard, how hard that is. We can't give attention to more than one person usually at a time. Yeah. I can hardly give attention to one person. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I noticed, Mark, you're, not, you're like just wandering away over there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but we also want attention, right? Yeah. We humans crave attention. Crave it. Need it. But to think we have all of the creator's attention always. Which begs the question, why don't wouldn't we pray more? Talk to him more if we always have his attention. Yeah. Why? It's because we're prideful. <laughs> yes. Because we get that stinking pride in our That's, lives. Yeah. Amen to that. And mm-hmm. man, is it not fun when that gets revealed. Yeah. But it's grief. altogether necessary. It is. Yeah. Which is a. Uh, it's kind of sad, but I've been reading the um, the mortification of sin by John Owen mm-hmm. lately, and he's talking about how necessary it is to put to death sin in a Christian's life, right? And how the Holy Spirit can help you through those things. But it's necessary because the more you do that, the more your focus is on Christ. If you make it your your daily practice of man just trying to kill sin in your life, and reading the scriptures and praying that the Lord would would help you through these temptations and these wicked desires, man, it, it, it like, it makes you lean on Christ so much more. Yeah. Amen. It does. It is something we need, buddy. Ro. I think one of the big things to pull from, from this, this passage that we're kind of talking about is, is that, um, we should enjoy God's exhaustive knowledge. his, being all knowing just simply i think i think that's what i find a lot of christians that maybe might be and maybe that's you if you're listening and that's for sure that's been us at one time yes find nervous when we maybe want to go to church or something like that or want to get closer to god i'm having i got air quotes up here get closer to god yeah is that we're um we're scared of what might come out of that? Yeah, well, I think we're scared of what might come out of it, and I don't think we. Yeah, I think I think we we're afraid we might not find it enjoyable. But the reality is, is it's actually great joy. And I'm like that. The word this directly applies to me. This is stuff I probably won't talk about tonight. Is I'm a, I tend to be a quite a legalistic person. I that's my heart tends to go headlong in that direction. Yeah. So, like in the mornings. I like to have my quiet time, the mornings and stuff. When I don't have it, when I want to have it, if I'm not able to, I can very quickly go. I just started off in a very terrible way, terrible day. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and 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 I'll have to wait all the way till till tomorrow and start over again. It's like <laughs> that's stupid, JB. No. Whatever I'm doing, stop for the few moments, talk to the Lord, and go on. I don't have to, 
I don't, I don't, I no longer have to wait to get to this all-knowing God by going through the process of 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 the atonement in the Old Testament and through the temple and the tabernacle and all that stuff because that's already been done. Amen. And so he's waiting there in all of his knowledge, going, "Just talk to me. I'm right here. There's nothing too small." Yeah. And that's so. When Paul says, "Pray without ceasing," the um. The only way that's possible is is if God's already all-knowing all the time. So we can pray whenever, literally whenever, right? We can always be praying for sure. So anyway, it's just, it's a one, it's just like David says, it's verse six, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's great though. It's too high. It is too high. I cannot attain it. Praise the Lord if we can't. Man. Because then we wouldn't have any need for God. Mm-mm. But praise the Lord. Well, this gives us a quite. It has encouraged me, and um, I'm looking forward to hearing it again this evening. And um, yeah, as I'm sure people are listening to this, headed to to church or headed to their work or, or whatever. I hope it gave them encouragement as well. Yeah, I hope so too. And and maybe maybe you are listening this morning, and you're going. I never considered God in that in that way. I hope that's as has benefited us. I hope it's benefited you, and hope you maybe consider it consider who He is again. And maybe if you're a believer, and you're, I hope you're just reminded as we are of how awesome God is. Mm-hmm. Which I wish we could. We need to figure out how to play songs in the middle of our podcast, Mark. We need to do some a little bit more. Yeah, um, one of your favorite songs, "Awesome God." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Our God is an awesome girl. Yeah, there you go. Give us a solo. Yeah. Appreciate it. For sure. Well, it's coming up to time. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Enjoyed it. Mark, I've enjoyed it as always. Our coffee is gone, so I guess that's... Means it's time to wrap it up. It is. Instead of having one of those those sand things, we just get to the bottom of the cup. (laughs) Right about the time the coffee starts to get cold, it's time to go. All right, till next time, signing off. This is JP and Mark Gaylor. Thank you all for listening.